Hey everybody, this is Della Ren. You're listening to Spirituality Unpacked, the show where we understand ourselves and each other better by getting out of our heads and freeing ourselves to live lives we love. Hey folks, it's Della. Welcome to, welcome back to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well. Happy Monday. Did you have a good weekend? Did you enjoy my podcast last week with Rich? If you didn't listen to it, go hang out and listen to that one. I also have one from the week before with Randy. Um, Both were awesome. They came on and they told their different stories. It was amazing to talk to both of them and get the opportunity to chat. Um, If that's something you'd like to do, you want to come on and tell me your story and tell us all about how you got from where you were to where you are let me know. Reach out to me from whatever platform you are listening to me on and I would be happy to arrange that conversation with you. So today I kind of wanted to just do this sort of catch-up thing because we kind of need to catch up because the whole world has kind of changed and I've been busy um, in in life. Yeah, it's been busy. Um, (laughs) Things. So so let's see. Let, let's go backwards just a little bit here because where did I start? So we started, I shut down all the stuff. We got rid of the private coaching. We got rid of the tarot readings. We got rid of, we got rid of the workbooks. We got rid of the courses. We got rid of, we got rid of all the stuff. And I, I went back to basics. So what's basics in my world? Well, writing. And I got okay with just writing. No money fears, no worries about putting time into that, no what do I sell, no, none, of, none of those things, not, none of that, none of it. Just focus on your writing. And I'm now 31,000 or so words into my book, which is about 90 pages or so. And that's awesome. So I'm, my intent is to kind of double that. We'll get to about 180 200 and then we'll be done. So that's the book. I dropped it for a couple of weeks. It's going really well. I I dropped everything for a couple of weeks. It was going really well and suddenly it hit me. You're allowed to get paid to talk. Well, I talk twice a week for half an hour. (laughs) I come here and I do this. I don't get paid for it, but I do come on here and I talk. I, I wing this though. It's it's far less it's far less planned. Far less planned. It's it's much more intuitive. It's much more fly by the seat of my pants. Let's see what comes up. Kind of a kind of a thing. But the idea that I could get paid to talk, meaning I could I could sell that. That was what I wanted. That was the original goal. My original goal was speaking and writing, right? So I look at guys like Wayne Dyer. um, I look at um, Eckhart Tolle. That's his model more or less, although he does have the YouTube thing. He's just done so much speaking and so much content now that he literally just has a little library of YouTube clips and he resells all of his, all of his speaking presentations in in sort of a a membership library, right? Which is actually really cool and and actually a really good idea. 
So there's that. And I thought, why can't I do that? I had to give myself permission. And here's, 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 here's the problem. And here's why I went all around it for years with like tarot and coaching and all the stuff. I didn't think I was allowed to do it yet. Because the models that I've seen, the Wayne Dyers of the world, the Eckhart Tolleus of the world, they, they hit it big with a book and then the speaking gig happened. Both of them. It was the same story. Eckhart Tolle hit it big with the power of now and and suddenly he was on Oprah. And Wayne Dyer, his first book, Your Erogenous Zones or whatever it was, went made it big and he ended up in sort of the same the same model. And I thought that was how you got into that. I didn't think you could without that just start talking. And so I didn't allow myself to go in that direction. Because if I did, if I did it too early, then people would think it was wrong or weird or whatever. I had to be able to give myself permission to do what I wanted my own way. And I didn't have to wait to have a book hit the New York Times bestseller list to do it. I didn't have to wait to be on Oprah to do it. And it's a wonderful story, right? It's, it's an absolutely wonderful story because as 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 the as the pandemic hit and and all the sort of live speaking presentations went away a few people started doing them online and it still never dawned on me that i could just offer it online and do it that way i still thought i needed to have I needed to hit it big with a book first. And so I had to support myself doing all these other things while I waited until I had the book, the hit book. That was the story. It was all based in fear. It was all based in the sense of not good enough, don't deserve, can't do, not good enough. It was based on a crazy story of, of, of having a New York Times bestseller, which I will, will still put out there, right? <laughs> That's okay. We'll still put it out there. But to make that the bar for me to be able to do what I wanted to do, put the bar impossibly high. Right? So it almost put it out of reach. Right? 
it 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 pretty much put it out of reach in in any sort of near-term idea it, it it put it way out of reach it made it impossible from where i was to get to there and i will say that both both eckhart and wayne did just get lucky <laughs> right they wrote a book they didn't expect it to go places and hello it did right and that happens to lots of people so it is possible it happens it does happen right but to 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 have to need that in order to allow yourself to be successful creates an impossible loop in a story that you keep yourself stuck in And that's exactly what I had done for myself. I created that impossible story to keep myself stuck. And one thing I realized actually just before I hit record on this was that a lot of what I do, even though, even though I'm in sort of, I, I consider it spiritual self-help, right? And I'm not, I'm not business focused, but it's ended up being a lot of that because most of my own personal development work that I've done for myself comes, comes through my business. It comes through this stuff. So I end up being almost a, a business coach for people that are just starting out and are working through the wonky energy. It's a good idea for a book. No, I'm not starting again, but it's a good idea for a book later because I have all of that <laughs> and I could easily write it and it would be very interesting if I did. So it's something that I'll, I'll, I'll toss around in my brain, but it's there. All of the self-help work that I've done, all of the things that I've done on myself have come through have come through me working out my business model and working out what my business was going to look like. And admittedly, there are a lot of the people around me right now have their own sort of businesses. Most of them shaky, but they all have their own businesses, right? Or they want to have their own businesses. Everybody is in that in that frame. It's either I want to and I'm scared so I'm holding on to my day job or I'm in it and I'm terrified and I'm struggling with all the things. Sort of those two, those two paradigms. And I work with both of them because I, I understand the fear of the jump and I understand what happens once you get, once you jump. <laughs> so I set up the first the first gig, right? So cut out the doubt, which is on Thursday, by the way, and, and I'll put the link, I'll make sure that's down below for you if you wanna if you wanna come check out that. Because cut out the doubt is literally all the doubt. It is literally talking about where's the focus? What are you paying attention to, right? And what how what you're paying attention to affects you're thinking, right? So the way to cut out the doubt is actually to shift the thinking and what you're focusing on. 
So I, I think at one point in my notes, I literally said, okay, now you have a pros and cons list on steroids. Just because of how that, that presentation actually started to, to work itself out, I have like seven pages of typed up notes for that thing. And it doesn't even include my own stories. Like I haven't even put myself in there. That's, that's just, that's just sort of the quote unquote academics. That's, that's the, that's the material stuff that I have to, to share. Those are the, the, the key, the keys to, to what I'm talking about. Right. And then I'm going to put myself in all of that and, and explain it from that, from that perspective right, from the perspective of how it shows up in my work, in my business, in my world, and, and share with you how I got from, 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 you know, focusing on the problems with everything to actually being able to be okay, and allowing myself to move forward at the same time. So cut out the doubt is the process of removing the doubt so that you can allow yourself to move forward, and stop hedging your bets and stop standing on the side of the pool. Right. So I put that one up. That was the first one that I did. And then I got the idea that I could make this a standing thing and I could, I could do it weekly or biweekly. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do, I'm going to do one a week for August and we're going to see how this, we're going to see what happens. I'm going to, I'm going to put one a week. And then I thought, you know what, I can do a package deal. If you get all four, that's cool. I can put that up. That's fine. So that was, that was the intent, right? That was the plan. And, and that's what I've done. I've created, I've created that. I, I came up with four of them. I came up with three more after cut out the doubt. I put up, put up the package, right? My, my intention is to do another one that first week of August, uh, first week of September. Holy crap. Time flies. Right. And so that the package is sort of rolling. So they may not always be weekly. There may be some biweekly in there, but they, will continue in some format or fashion, something like that, right? Two, three, four months. We'll see how that goes, right? But that's the idea, right? So it's rolling and it's consistent, right? And then we'll see. The model may change because that's what happens. But the idea that I can be doing regular live presentations and talking for a couple hours about different things, basically an expanded version of this podcast but paid is kind of neat, right? And a little more planned because actual type notes and things, you know, a little less winging it, <laughs> just, just a little. But then there was one other piece to my model because I've, I've, I've wanted to have a rolling membership site, a rolling membership program of some kind. I've wanted to have that for a long time. At first, that model started with gated content. You have to pay to get access to this content. And, and there being that very obvious line between what I talk about for free and what I, what I talk about in, in a paid context. And that model honestly drives me bonkers, drives me nuts. I hate it. I hate it when I see it in other people. And I, I see it. I see it all the time online. You have to sign up for this for me to answer that question for you, right? It drives me nuts. So that model doesn't work for me. I don't, I don't like it. If you're going to talk about it, then talk about it. If you're not going to talk about it, then don't talk about it. But don't, don't hedge your bets and don't sit on the fence and don't just use it as an excuse to sell people stuff. So I finally got to a place 
where I could allow myself to just do all the content for free and not worry about the division between free and paid. And that's what I've done. And even though even though I'm selling speaking gigs right now, honestly, the content is still free because I'll still talk about whatever shows up. And and there's nothing there's nothing quote unquote new in in what I'm talking about. There 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 really isn't anything new there. The advantage to the paid content is that usually it's more cohesive. Usually it's focused around specific topics, right? That's the idea behind the books, behind the speaking. They are focused. It's topic specific, right? So there's more there's more cohesion to it, unlike the podcast here or what I post on social media or on my blogs, which is a random smattering of whatever happens to be the topic for the day or week. Right? The paid content becomes more, it's more put together, it's it's more focused, right? So with all my content being free, then I got to a place where I went, well, I have nothing to put in a membership site because I'm not gaining my content. But here's what happened. I put up an author website and I started to acknowledge myself as an author. So I created, it is literally wordpress.com. It is totally the free version of, of WordPress on their platform. I just have a domain name that's forwarded to it. It's nothing, it's nothing special. I'm not paying for hosting. I didn't set that thing up myself. I didn't anything. It is totally, totally a free thing. Because I literally just wanted a blog and I wanted a page where I could put the individual book covers and have them linked back to Amazon. That was all I wanted, right? I wanted a place where I could put, put up the the pre-order for the new book. I wanted a place where I could just sort of have have the links go off to to buying the existing books I already have and then to order and or pre-order the new one. So I wanted to be able to have a have a page for that. I wanted to have a website for that. So I created an author website. So when I acknowledged myself as that author and I started to build a blog it was literally just going to be excerpts out of the book that I'm writing, which by the way, I tend to make somewhere around 800 words. So they're not short by any stretch of the imagination. These are long excerpts that I put out there. And I started sort of writing about writing and talking about the process a little bit. I said, you know what? There's content there that I can be okay with gating because there's no reason I can't put an extra excerpt into a membership community. There's no reason I can't share behind the scenes stuff. There's nothing, nobody's losing out there because ultimately the book will end up for sale anyway. So nobody's losing out. There's no loss in doing that. So immediately, it gave me content that I could put. And then I thought, you know what, because it's Kofi, I can literally delay blogs on Kofi, right? By putting them into the membership for 24 hours or 48 hours and then making them public. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to delay content. I'm not withholding, I'm delaying. 
And that brought up a little bit of a little bit of fear. I went, what if, right? Because I'm so used to being right immediate. Like it's literally my blog is like a play by play of whatever's happening in that in the last hour, right? Like it, it's literally that rapid. But there was nothing wrong with delaying the public content to have private viewing, right? There was nothing wrong with giving a membership group some sneak peeks and some, some, some early access and things like that, right? There was nothing, there was nothing wrong with that, right? So I finally had gotten to a place where now I could see my way to a membership site where I didn't feel like I was withholding anything for any, from anybody. Where it was enough extra content beyond what I would share publicly that it had value. I would likely find things to throw in there because, well, that's just what happens. And it would be okay. And since I'm constantly writing a book, I already have an idea for the next one, right? Since I'm constantly book writing anyway, there's always a chapter excerpt coming, right? So there's always an excerpt coming, right? Even as I was writing the, you know, first 10 versions of the book that I'm doing now, it was still, I was still sharing those, right? So there's, there's always that content. It's always there. That never goes away. So I was like, I can actually just share all this stuff. I can do that. It's okay. And I can put it in a membership site. It helps support the book writing process. It'll help me, you know, do things like um, have a professional cover made, that kind of stuff, right? And that's a big deal. That's important, right? Getting the professional cover this time to me is important, right? That kind of thing is important. It'll help me do some of those other things. So that's kind of where we've gotten to. And this is the model that I've wanted. This is the model that I wanted to create. And then I had one last little fear come up yesterday because I have standing offers and if you've been with me for a while you'll know that i struggle with being consistent in terms of offering paid stuff after a few days i tend to drop things and i do that because it's fear of what people will think if i'm offering the same thing over and over and over and over again it's like don't you have people in there already haven't you sold that yet that's what I think people are thinking. And it's, it's that fear of judgment that stops me. And what's interesting is for the last three, four weeks, I've been watching this one gal that I follow. And she's had these same two spots in this same program for I don't know how long now. And she's offering them consistently. And it's the same two spots. And she's not filling it. And there's no judgment. 
it's just something I've noticed because she's one of these ones that fills them most of the time, right? She fills the offers all the time. And to see her then have these two random spots in this random program that, that aren't selling is fascinating to watch her. And she seems to be okay still. She's not talking about it yet. She seems to be okay with just sort of offering them. But it's interesting how that plays out. It's interesting what happens. And what what individual people do with things that either don't sell or don't sell quickly. Do you have the energy in place or the right energy in place to be able to continue to offer things. Right. And especially for my speaking gigs, when I can, you know, have quite a large number of people in them. Right. If I suddenly had 50 people in it, would, would I stop? You know, like, would, would that suddenly, would I be like, well, I've arrived and I don't need to, I don't need to offer it anymore? <laughs> and the answer is no. But there's something that happens when you have 50 people in something and you can actually post that and be like, okay, the first 50 people have signed up. Who else? Social proof. plays a role, right? And it creates a little bit of a snowball effect. But when you don't have that, then what happens? Well, then you have to keep offering it. And is it bad that I have to keep offering it? And the answer is no. And, and ultimately, what I'm looking for, of course, is a balance of selling, quote unquote, my stuff, but then also offering all that free content, the same as I always have, and finding that balance in there, right? I've been doing more blogs lately, less directly posting to, to social media, but that balance goes back and forth, right? And, and it just depends on, on what's happening. So me finding the balance between free content and quote unquote selling things will come. I'll sort that out. But in the meantime, I just have to pay attention to my energy and stay in it and keep going because the deal is we challenge the fear and we challenge the fear by doing it anyway and then dealing with what comes up on the back end. You deal with what comes up after. And ultimately you recognize the fear is unnecessary and you give yourself permission to move forward. And that's what we're going to do. That's exactly what we're going to do. And that's exactly what you're watching me do. And I'll shift the balance in terms of my posting and where content is and that kind of stuff. And that's fine. That'll all settle. It'll sort itself down, out. Sometimes when you, when you make a bunch of changes, you just sort of throw all the balls in the air and then you see where they land. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if nothing else... What I want you to get is that it's okay to do this this way. It's, it's okay to 
juggle yet. It's okay to move things around. It's okay to shift. It's okay to to have these conversations. It's okay to do this stuff. Give yourself permission to try it and see what happens. Right? Don't let your brain make up the crazy worst case scenarios because those don't ever happen anyway. So don't let your brain go down that rabbit hole. Just try stuff and see where, where you get to. Just see what happens. Right? You just watch me make choices and do things. And, and you see that I don't get stuck in it. And I deal with the energy and, and the, the thoughts and the weird thinking that come up after I do things. I'm using those same processes that I talk about. I'm using the same processes that I talked about and that I'm going to talk about on Thursday and cut out the doubt. Same stuff. And this will be cohesive and it will actually, ultimately, you will have a process in place. And if you come, bring a notebook and a pen because you are going to have the opportunity to, to write some things down and answer some questions for yourself and maybe even do a little bit of sharing in the chat. And that's important because it's going to ultimately give you that pros and cons list on steroids that you're going to be able to use to make choices around your own goals, your own dreams, the, the, the things that you want to be doing for yourself. And that's ultimately the point of Cut Out the Doubt, is it, it is going to ultimately be and has become a cohesive process, a step-by-step -step plan for me to be able to take you from wherever you are to wherever you want to go without me knowing what your plan or what, what your thing is what you're trying to achieve. It's general enough that it fits everybody and it's specific enough that it gives everybody a process that they can work through. That's what I've been working towards. That's what I've been going after. That's what I've been trying to do the whole time. And I know this will be good for anybody who wants to figure out how to get out of the doubt. So, stop doubting your dreams and get moving, just like I have. You can do this too, and I'm going to show you how. Cut out the doubt is on Thursday. The link will be down below. 47 bucks Canadian will get you in the doors. All right? That is a wrap, gang. Thank you so, so much for listening today. If you enjoyed my tales of trials and tribulations, Please like and share and subscribe from whatever platform you are listening to me on. Thanks again, everybody. Have an amazing week. Stay out of trouble. I will be back on Thursday with more fun and excitement just before my live on Thursday evening and I'm on Thursday afternoon and I'm super excited about it. So stay tuned. I'll be back. Have a good one. This has been Della with Spirituality Unpacked. Thanks again, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. You have just been listening to Spirituality Unpacked with Della Ren. Subscribe to my podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and don't miss new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Talk to you then.